Shut up and sit down. Everybody, welcome to episode 37 of the STS guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit about anything nerdy, geeky, and cool. So, what's been going on this week, guys? Oh, nothing. Just a normal, boring week. I took a nap yesterday. Um, When did you have time for that? It was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really a bad joke. So, uh, Don't it's worry, be, I have them all the time. It's going to be a great episode, guys. Hey. Uh, no, we went to Phoenix Comic Fest in Phoenix, Arizona. Bum, bum, bum. Scott, what is Phoenix Comic Fest? Were all your favorite comedians there? <laughs> yeah. Maybe one or two people that were like, I mean, uh, what was it? Dan Fogler was there. He's pretty funny. But no, not com- comics as in comic books. Come on, Larry. Oh, right. Another ba- that's bad joke number two. I'm on fire. <laughs> you, got, you get three more and your dad's status is approved. <laughs> oh, silliness. Pretty much. Um, so Phoenix Comic Fest used to be Phoenix Comic Con, but due to legal reasons, thank you, San Diego Comic Con, uh, they had to change their name to Phoenix Comic Fest. Four day event started on Thursday. Uh, we all hit it up on thir- on uh, Friday, and then again today on Saturday. Still going on tomorrow. So if you're listening to this now and you're in the Phoenix area, uh, definitely go check it out. It's in downtown Phoenix at the Convention Center. And um, if, you, if you haven't gone yet, Sunday's uh, tickets are discounted. So. Nice. Yeah, and like I said, if you if you're there, like I said, definitely hit up uh, one of the SCS guys on one of our social media channels, and uh, we'll give you some stickers and some buttons and some uh, some other swag. Free high fives, y'all. So, well, partly today, like I said, we did have a fan meetup in Ballroom Two One Twenty, uh, the North Ballroom One Twenty, where not only did we have a fan meetup, I also led a panel. Well done, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank okay, you. You, didn't, so, you didn't post up that picture yet. I haven't posted the picture yet. Jeremy took the stage, took the main oh. stage in the biggest. You know what the awesome thing is there was what probably a couple dozen people there. Yeah. So awesome. That's, that's awesome. So it's, okay, so Scott I must have already story, left yes. at this point. So <laughs> I need. Yeah, I was gone. Right. So uh, story time. Tell me about this. You did not say anything about this when we were texting. Because so <laughs> there's this amazing large room. With lots of chairs and tables, I believe we walked past it yesterday, so you saw it, right? It's yeah. the north. Uh, is it just the North Hall? Um, and there's a stage that Jeremy decided to take over and took the stage and taught the crowd all about podcasting. There are pictures. Yeah. So Jeremy, yeah, it, it was so it was fully impromptu. Not like people weren't doing a bad job at an official one. You just decided, fuck it, I'm going to make this one myself? No, it was the STS Guys Unauthorized Podcast 101 tutorial. Rebel Podcasting. Yeah, Rebel Podcast Radio. That's actually a good name of a podcast. <laughs> it's not bad, dude. There you go. So, and it, it, the thing that, that gets me is, so you said there was actually people that were hanging out there. You actually were able to grab a crowd and actually have them did they like participate or did they just like oh, annoyingly listen to you they, they were very the, the entire audience was super super into it like um i don't know how like the average age was probably what 16 yeah um there was dancing like beatboxing it was a really good time you missed out yeah. man well, so that's when you take a four-year-old to a, a convention well, I, I had to leave early like an old man yeah. And people actually ended up like coming, like streaming in, like so we were, so we were up on the stage, and people were streaming in, kind of like slowly but surely. And I said, it just it turned in from a a cool place to kind of sit down and and eat lunch to like a literally an entire podcast. It was amazing. I'm so. Next time the STS guys do a panel, if we come to your town, definitely want to check it out. Next time we should have giveaways. Oh, we should like giveaways. We totally should have giveaways. Um, I think, honestly, um, our next uh, thing that we're going to actually plan on doing is actually, instead of do, having an unauthorized uh, podcast panel, maybe have an authorized podcast panel. So we definitely have something in the works for that. Yeah. So awesome. I think, uh, I th- what is the kind of the one that fills up the end of the year is uh, Tucson Comic Con, right, for us towards uh, the, the first weekend in November. Yeah, so I think that. That might be the one where we, we kind of shoot for to have the panel, or at least we'd like to, to see about. 
uh, gives us some time to prepare, go to a couple of cons, and Scott, would you like yeah. to uh, here? Would everyone like to see the picture? Uh, yeah, let's 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 see the picture. I need to see this. This is amazing. All right, give me one second. So, in addition, oh, there he is. Look there, at- there's Jeremy. Jeremy talks, so your screen pops up. Yeah, there we go. So I'm literally on. This is the the North Ball Room of like so the biggest, the biggest, biggest hall in the convention center. Me leading a panel on podcasting. So amazing. It was pretty. It was pretty dope. Not gonna lie, I was I was quite happy. Dream come true, right? Yeah. yeah so. But- we know that the STS guys were an unofficial guest. Phoenix Comet Fest had some really great official guests, too. Um, some of my favorites were Guardians of the Galaxy stars like Sean Gunn and Michael Rooker. Uh, Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario from Nintendo's Mario series. Wait, that he was dude there? was there? Yeah, you didn't see him? Uh, I did yeah. not. He was up that- in the Hall of Heroes. So that Hall of Heroes, I, I, I will say this, was actually pretty cool that they put, like, moved everything up this year to that, that third level. Uh, just to be able to walk through, because yeah, I walked through where everyone was, and just it was way better than having it down on the floor where all the like the the vendors and everything were. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I honestly might have missed it entirely, except for Jeremy had to go up to the third floor to do some interviews. Uh, who did you get to talk to, Jeremy? I, I think it was Manu Bennett, uh, Deathstroke from the Arrow TV series. Yeah. Who, who else did you have a chance uh, to so hang out with? Manu Bennett. We talked to uh, Adelaide King. Uh, so basically, she was on Once Upon a Time. She was Drizella, the the evil, the evil stepsister uh, on on Drizella. Um, and we also talked to uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. Um, oh, so nice. awesome! From so, Boondock Saints. From Boondock Saints, yeah. So it was it was quite cool because so, so we got we had the awesome opportunity uh, of actually being in this like quiet little uh, media room. And so so normally, like I said a typical panel room will hold like you know one hundred plus people. Um, Larry, except what do you think? This this room had maybe what twelve chairs in it, if that. It couldn't. It couldn't have been much more than twelve chairs. I was, I, I, looking into that thing, I was gonna say you you could maybe fit thirty people with standing room comfortably. Yeah. So, but but Jeremy even got a chair, man. No standing room for the STS guys. No. So, so we 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 definitely um, lucked out um, just being in that that little you know. Dare say intimate setting. Uh, I said with basically having some of these interviews and where they said they they would come in. It was it was kind of weird because like I said there was a set schedule, but there wasn't a set schedule because some of the some of the times ended up changing and things like that. Uh, so we ended up basically having you know um, Manu Bennett come up first, and I said he just talked about Arrow the entire time. Uh, so we'll we'll have some show notes kind of coming for that. Uh, and then we said we had Adelaide King come, and then Sean Patrick Flannery. Um, I said, and it was just a kind of a, a host of interviews, kind of randomly throughout the day. So it was a super exciting time that we got to that we get to go for. So we were we were definitely awesome. had some great content coming uh, forward from that. So like out of that, those amazing guests, Scott. Like I named a couple. Who are some of the some of your favorite to see? Uh, so the one that I got to see, and I, I got a chance. Uh, the line was too long, so I didn't actually get a chance to go up and actually meet them. But uh, uh, Mulan Ming Na Wen was there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was really. Really cool, and the, I had mentioned the other one too. Um, and now I'm drawing a blank for whatever reason. Uh, well, David Fogler. Oh, yeah. uh, so yeah. not a lot, of, like not a lot of people, but like Balls of Fury, like uh, really, really funny guy. Uh, picked up steam. He's in all the uh, the new Fantastic Beast movies. Uh, he's kind of a big uh, deal. Newt's like friend slash assistant, I guess. Um, so. Kind of cool to 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 be able to see him. He was out there signing autographs when I'd walked up there, so I actually got a chance to to kind of to peek in and and see a couple of the people. And then uh, uh, there's a lot of like voice actors that I saw that were there, like uh, all the Disney princesses. Yeah, like Disney I, I don't Jasmine. know their real names, but right, yeah. uh, Jasmine and Belle for sure. Yeah, Belle. Belle was the one I was thinking of from Beauty and the Beast. So that was really and then, cool. Uh, the po- Pocahontas. Uh, and- Mulan, like Ming Na Wen, she's also in Agents of Shield, right? Yes, she is. Yeah. So it's cool to see like something kind of popular, and then you know, like obviously you bring in all the Disney princesses, like yeah. something current, that. yeah, like, right? Current Agents of Shield, which is awesome. But then a classic movie that everyone's going to love forever, like Mulan. I, I when Jeremy and I went up, uh, her line was packed. Yeah, I don't it, know if they're was... doing photos or autographs, but it was totally packed. I saw um, a friend of the podcast, Stephen, uh, the guy who goes to Bikini Beans all the time. Uh, he got a photo with her, but he said he waited two and a half hours to meet. Yeah, that's what when I walked up, I kind of looked at the line, and she was only going to be there 
for like I think like forty five minutes before they went to like a panel or something. So yeah. it, well, I was you wanted to, to bring your line. daughter. Yeah, you wanted to bring your daughter. You can't wait two and a half hours yeah, with the, no. uh, the other one, uh, other one that I really wanted to see and I got a chance to to kind of peek in on it a little bit was uh um Tim Curry. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Tim Curry from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time, Congo. Yeah. Congo. It. It's, the bad guy, yeah, it's Pennywise and the the TV ver- Stephen King's the it. original Pennywise, uh, yeah, yep. OG Pennywise, uh, OG Pennywise, um, dude, basically like a bunch of movies in the nineties. Like almost most movies had a Tim Curry at some point. Uh, I, let's not forget Home Alone two, Lost in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I did get a chance. I didn't get a, to say anything, but was able to kind of walk in there and kind of you know talk with them. They let us kind of walk by and and at least see him, and that was really cool because you know the dude did have a stroke and is like recovering from that. So that's it's pretty cool to be able to to see him there. Um, oh, and uh, he wasn't there at the time when when I was up in the Hall of Heroes. You guys may have seen him when he went up later. Uh, William Shatner was up there. The Shat. You the know what? Now that you mentioned it, I don't remember seeing him. So his booth was the weird one. Um, so the, along the sides, they have like the traditional con booth with the black curtain behind it, right? And then their pictures usually along the top. Um, William Shatner had this big red, like William Shatner, like he had his own booth, like out in the center. Yeah, it's like in the middle. Like, I remember everyone seeing else. That, yeah. yeah, it was really weird because it didn't fit the mold of anything else that was out there. Did you see it, Jeremy? I don't remember seeing that. Oh, you know, I, I remember seeing it. It was, it was weird because kind of like what Scott was saying. As soon as you walk into the convention, like I said, all like the the stuff was kind of like queued up in like cattle corrals, like over lined up on the left. Um, but then like William Shatner's booth was literally right in the in middle, the center, in the right dead center of, of of everything. It was it was like, really weird. It, uh, it, what cool. was weird about it is it didn't actually have like a defined line. Like the other ones had, like here's where the line starts and everything. His was just a booth chilling out there. So I'm wondering if they cued his line someplace else. I'm, I'm they, they had to have do, done that. Um, kind of like wonder, uh, what they did for uh, the line that we were in today with uh, comic creators uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yeah, Nate's not here to ask who his favorite uh, Phoenix Comic Fest guest would uh, would have I'm, been. So uh, we'll speak for him. It would have been Greg Capullo and. Zach, uh, Scott. Zach Snyder. <laughs> Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. Yeah, I, we all. I do. I got you, you did it. You messed me up. I, 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 did, I said it this morning when I was like Zach Snyder and Greg Capullo. I was like, that's not right. It's Scott Snyder. Yeah. So Nate wasn't able to make it because he's still hanging out at over at uh, Phoenix Comic Fest, having a good time. Uh, maybe hanging out with the Dark Side Dame. Who knows? Uh, but we all were able to meet up with uh, Snyder and Capullo this morning and get a bunch of comic books signed. Um, including yes. this awesome cover of DC Metal Number One, nice signature uh, right nice. there, the foil cover. Uh, so yeah, brought these home. Uh, super awesome, super stoked to meet them. Great artist, great uh, story. Um, love us some uh, Batman comics. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, Albessa here, you're bringing up co- your Comic Con, getting Paul Rubin. So you're getting Pee Wee nice Herman. Pee Wee. <laughs> That's awesome. If I would love Pee Wee Herb, like Paul Rubens, if he did it as Wee Herman and did the whole dress up and everything like Paul Rubens himself is kind of a weird guy, but like he has like such a great character. Like I want actual, I want a Wee Herman signature, not a Paul Rubens signature. Or I want a Wee Herman photo op. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, you got to wear the gray suit. I don't want you just wearing like a death lever t-shirt or something. Right. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, look, I'm pretty sure Paul Rubens is a very big death lever fan. <laughs> yes. Just saying. Fun fact of the day. Oh. So also up in the Hall of Heroes uh, were a lot of the cosplayers, right? All the featured cosplayer guests. I think Amber Skies was up there. Uh, I forget who else. Some, some other uh, local cosplayers like the Arizona Avengers. Um, but uh, one of our favorites that we met up with the Ace Comic Con, Ceremony. Uh, Ceremony was there. I uh, got a picture taken with her and uh, that guy who looks like Loki. Um, so we threw that up on the Instagram. So head over to at SDS guys. You can you can check out that picture of me in ceremony. Double tap it, please. It'll make me happy. Yeah. Um, get, that, get that like for Larry. That, smash that like button for... Uh, yeah. So, uh, so we saw her. She was doing her Gamora cosplay, which I think is pretty awesome. She's like a dead-on yeah, uh, Gamora. Yeah, it's probably her, the best her Gamora, like for cosplay, I said it's, it's dead-on. Like, almost yeah. like movie quality. So it's it was it's, great. It's pretty awesome. So, um, so she was probably well. She she was pretty awesome. But uh, like cosplay-wise, what what were what are your guys' favorite cosplayers that you saw? Probably my all-time favorite that I saw this time around was 
uh, there was a dude walking around like in a full on like Metroid costume that was like completely, yeah, the, yeah, it was completely handmade. Awesome. I said that was that the was actually pretty one? cool. Um, so, and then the uh, one that got me was the uh, the guy walking around in the burlap sack, the uh, the full on oogie boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas. But yeah, like that man must smell awful. By oh the end yeah, of um, that's it. You cannot wear a burlap sack in Phoenix when it's like 120 degrees outside and not smell anything but rank. <laughs> well, Sorry, Oogie like, Boogie, but yeah, man, like, I'm like, glad like I didn't saying, have to go home. Comic Con is all yeah, about. I would, I would not split an Uber with the Oogie Boogie no. guy. It's Comic Con's about the sights and the smells. Yeah, there are the, oh. the smells. So, Jeremy, you had, you had a few more, though, that you liked. Um, like I said pr- probably the, the other one that I liked uh, was like I said there was a, a, a couple. Uh, I saw Lady Death. Someone dressed up as Lady Death. Like I said I have a, a huge, you know, kind of like soft spot for Lady Death. I was like a, a big, huge uh, kind of collecting phase of my my comic career. Um, and then there was also uh, what was that other one that I saw? There was some dude walking around as a, as, a, as a pretty good Thanos. Um, I said it was really, really basic. So we actually threw that that up on the on the Instagram. And then that's lots of like I said, as you see at any Comic Con, lots of Boba Fett's, you know, Stormtroopers, things like that. A lot so of Deadpool's, Deadpool, a lot of Doctors, Doctor Who fans. Uh, I think my favorite because it's because I've never seen it before uh, was the X Files cosplay. Oh, uh, there's yes. a couple dressed up as Mulder and Scully. I uh, threw that picture up on our Instagram too. That's I'm awesome. a big X Files fan, so like I said, never seen that before. So that's probably my number one cosplay that I saw. So there's one that actually I got to the point where I was like, it took a lot of effort to do. Is the guy uh, had a zombie stormtrooper? Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. So like half the helmet was yeah. broken, and he he had like actually done like makeup under his face to like make it look like he was a zombified under there, and his he had like bloody blaster holes and like his costume was partially ripped and like he had like layers of the costume that were actually done so anywhere where his skin was exposed he made it look like a zombie that's awesome that probably took a ton of prep work but yeah like totally worth it yeah it looked awesome like walking around like a lot of the guys that come up with the uh you know the, the stormtrooper costumes usually they do like a good movie quality one uh this one was that and then just beat to hell and you know, adding that extra one under there, like it was probably the best one I've seen in a very long time. Like awesome cosplay. If you're, you're probably not listening, but if you are good on you, sir, cause that was the, the best thing I saw all weekend. That was awesome. Well, just pretty real cool. quick before we, we continue, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to the chat. Um, I so said we, we do our show live on YouTube. Uh, but I said, we want to give a shout out to a couple people in the chat. We have the bongos. We have chunky monkey for life. We have Johnson river dad, Johnson river dad. Like I said, we, those are actually on the way. Um, like I said, I, I can, we, me and Larry were actually talking about that actually on our way to comic-con yesterday. So, uh, those are definitely on the way. Um, like I said, it just, I don't know why it's taking a little bit longer, but yeah, they are definitely on the way. Oh, we have Heather Bradshaw. We have, uh, who else do we have in the chat? <laughs> I think that's about, oh, and I think named SDS, SDS Funko Vlogger. So, so yeah. Oh, yeah. What's up, Funko Vlogger? What's up, Funko? Um, um, we also, like, before we move past cosplay, we also met up with friend of the podcast, the Dark Side Dame. Um, Guys, I freak. She was. She had like what seven cosplays lined up for this weekend. Seven. She said seven. Yeah, yeah seven she had cosplays. seven total changes. That's crazy. That's commitment right there. Yeah. Well, I said then. I said then it was. It was nice that she was actually traveling with some friends. Uh, that they were able to kind of help her out because I guess she had forgotten one of her hats. So some some true friends uh, of the dark side day and were able to kind of like pull through and kind of you know give that hat to her. You know, I hate it when I forget my hats. Yeah, uh, happens to me all the time. Yeah, so I've never seen you wear a hat. Do you wear hats? <laughs> Eh. <laughs> yeah, not very often, but this guy does wear a hat. Yeah. Um, oh, what's they, up, Carl Sullivan? New to the channel. Welcome to the stream, buddy. So, um, yeah, so awesome. Dark Side Dame. Uh, we took a picture with her. Go find that on our Instagram at SCS Guys. Sub her up. Oh, actually, we haven't posted that one yet. Oh, we will so. post that one up really soon. Yeah. Um, go check her out. She is at Dark Side Dame. Double tap all her stuff. Give her a follow. Find her friends. Her friends are dressed up as what? Uh, Jessica uh, Jones and, and Purple Man. Yeah, yeah Kilgrave. Yeah. What's, his, what's his other name? Kilgrave. 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 Yeah, yeah, and Kilgrave. Um, so that was awesome. Also, we did some shopping uh, while we were there. So oh, what, what what ended up happening was like, it was kind of a surprise that wasn't actually advertised actually when the convention was announced, announced is that DC Comics actually had a booth there. 
Um, so this this was a relatively new booth for Phoenix because typically so the the big comic creators uh, have kind of not been there in the past. But I said it was actually kind of a start as soon as you walked in, DC Comics booth was there. So we actually did end up getting a couple of exclusives. So they had a convention exclusive uh, Action Comics number one thousand that glares terrible because it's the foil cover. Um, so yeah, really cool gold foil cover. I think it's really awesome. You got. I don't know if you can see it on that. That book is thick oh, too. It, it's it's like a. It's, it's almost like graphic novel like. Like it's, it's yeah. It's it's got some it's, thickness it's to it. Way bigger than than a normal comic. Like that thing is really cool. That's and, awesome. I really like that yeah, cover. And then they Plus also, the, like just the normal art's awesome, but the foil. Oh, it's, it's legit. It's awesome. Yeah. Um. Then they also had the exclusive. Uh, Dark Knight's Metal number six. Uh, oh, the conclusion club. to that, right? Yeah. It was a yeah. six-part series. Yeah, six-part yep. series. So the final book, but I said in the the Andy Kubert uh, gold foil cover. So that was also right. another convention. Wait, that was. I see like extra silver marks on there. Is that signed? Uh, this specific one is not signed, but there are uh. t- there are two copies that are signed. Uh, from Nate uh, for Nate and for uh for Scott. Oh, yes. I couldn't tell. It was the yeah. glare. It was My the bad. Glare. so. So I was going to not buy one and then when i realized that uh snyder and capullo are there i'm like eh, screw it i'll i'll pay the money to to get that and get it signed here right. we go to have the there you hey, go metal right there. number six oil cover convention exclusive signed by scott snyder and greg capullo since uh, i talked about it i had to show it off yeah, yeah. you gotta got bring that on up I, I like that cover too that uh with the the wonder woman cover there versus the original number six cover like I like the 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 original cover for that comic, but that variant is so much better. Like that thing is it's awesome. Cool. It's it's, I, it's I really, really like cool. It. I I was I was actually quite impressed with it, so that's why I had to pick it up. Um, like I said, but then like I said the, the DC booth there, so there was some uh, some other swag. So there's actually a, 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 pre- a preview copy of Dark Knight's Metal Number One. Um, some posters, some buttons, and stuff that were that were part of that. So uh, maybe part of a, a future giveaway with some of that stuff. So. Some some free DC stuff. Some free DC stuff. Uh, you, that would be awesome. The other so, thing that that got me really surprised about the con. Sorry, Larry. I know we started going at the same time. Um, I was surprised to see that actually uh, Sony had brought a PlayStation booth. Yeah, a truck. truck. Yeah, the, the entire a truck. gaming truck. It was pretty legit. Nuts. We all we we waited in line to get get in there. What maybe five minutes? Yeah, if that. And yeah, yeah, if that. Good. Um, and then. They had like Fortnite. I think you could play God of War, uh, the new whatever the new baseball game is. Uh, it was pretty cool. They, they had like show. they had demos that? of uh, Detroit Become Human in there yeah. too, which is uh, not yet released, I guess, or it's coming out soon. Uh, it's a David Lynch game, so I'm not that super yeah. excited for it. But uh, it was cool to see like a brand new game. Yeah, that like, no one else has really played yet. Yeah, like, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, the baseball game um, was uh, MLB The Show 2018. Yeah, there you go. Um, so that was there. Uh, you could play like anything you wanted and only a really short wait because they only let like 20 people in that truck at a time. So uh, that was a pretty cool feature. And then right next to the truck, uh, another local con, Game On Expo, had teamed up with Phoenix Comic Fest and Game On Expo set up a retro video game area. They had, I don't know, probably two dozen cabinets, oh. a pinball machine, yeah. uh, some really cool stuff. A lot of that stuff came from our, our local... Uh, Cobra, Story, right? The Cobra, Cobra Arcade. arcade yeah, which is yeah, yeah. a bar with Cobra Arcade. A bar with uh, old school arcade games. So it was awesome to uh, see that they're working with uh, the Game On Expo, too, because it looks like they're doing a that, that expo. I think Cobra Arcade is going to be doing a lot for them. No. So, yeah. No, if, you, if, if you are local, I, I, I want to say the Game On Expo is like it's a video game convention in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Mesa, Arizona, so or, or it might be Phoenix. I think they moved to the convention center. So either way, it's in the Phoenix area in August. Definitely want to check that out. Uh, based on the games that they brought there, it looked like it's going to be a really good time. Uh, except that the, the whole thing actually reminded me of uh, when we were out in Pomona uh, back in January when Larry and I went to the Retro City Festival. Like I said I said it, it brought us all back to all the you know the, the fond memories of actually playing some of those retro games. And so uh, I know Larry and I and, and Scott were all super kind of excited for for Game on Expo, and we we'll, we'll might be bringing you some coverage from that. I I think that's one that we do need to go to. I mean, it, I it, it, that was fun. only is that one of, is just a two day, right? That's just a weekend long. Yeah, it's just a weekend. I think. I'm pretty I think sure. so. Yeah. I so. will check because I want to know now. Yeah, that that may be one that I'm sure that even if we don't 
Well, do official coverage for it. We will uh, most yeah, likely be there. In it, it is three days, oh, August no. 10th through 12th. Um, Game on Expo is returning to the Phoenix Convention Center. So, yeah, it's oh, going to be downtown they, grown, uh, for then. three days. Uh, tickets are available now. Yeah, so nice. they, they, they've grown because like I said they used to be the, the, the Mason Convention Center. So, yeah, like, I remember we uh, I've never been. Um, I almost went once. Long story. Uh, but it was in Mesa that year. That's why I remembered it being Mesa. So that's awesome for them. They've uh, they've upgraded to you know the biggest convention center in Arizona. And honestly, like Phoenix made so much so good use of that space. Like there's a ton of vendors, ton of uh, guests. Like and even though there were tens of thousands of people, I never really felt like it was super crowded. Um, you know, like th- like the walkways and stuff never got congested like it gets at San Diego Comic Con. Um, they really handled the traffic well. Um, it, it was it was it was a really good time. Um, what is it? What is in your hands, Jeremy? What what what? You, you thought you saw something in my hands? Oh, was it was it this? Bum bum bum. What is this? What I like what how you kept that? the price tag on it. I, I literally just literally just grabbed this out of the bag. <laughs> um. So if, if you can see this, like I said, this is a. Fugitive Toys exclusive black and white Doctor Doom. Um, I would consider this uh, a Grail Pop. Uh, I think. I, I don't, Larry, what's your what's your what's your definition of a Grail? I think anything basically that's over seventy five dollars, maybe. Yeah, and like it probably should be a little bit hard to get, and it didn't just come out. I'm looking at you, Seven Eleven uh, exclusive Deadpool. Deadpool like, if you just came out last week, even if you're going for hundred bucks, you're not a Grail. Like, I feel like it's that part that's hard to find that you don't see every day, you know, like a Dr. Doom or like a Dark Phoenix um, or, you know, I don't know, the old Simpsons pops, like stuff that when you go to a Comic-Con, it's not sitting there at every booth. Um, I Like, I, did, I didn't see any other Dr. Doom pops there. No. I couldn't even tell you the last time I saw a Dr. Doom yeah. pop. Um, to be honest, this is the first one I think I've actually seen. Yeah. So I think that totally counts as a grail. Yeah. Um, I kind of remember seeing that in a video we posted last night. Yes, we did post. Uh, so our very first coverage from uh, Phoenix Comic Fest, which was our official Funko Pop hunt video, where we're actually hunting for the perfect Funko Pop. And we think we found it in the Doctor Doom, uh, the, the black and white Doctor Doom Future Toys exclusive. Um, and so rather than, you know, keep this wonderful thing for ourselves, we've decided that we want to go ahead and actually give this pop away um it's it's not something that um we necessarily need but we want to share the kind of the, the wealth with the channel um wait a minute so you're telling me that the fans of the sts guys have a chance to win a fugitive toys exclusive black and white dr doom pop that i just saw the price tag sticker on there because jeremy conveniently didn't remove it <laughs> nope <laughs> you mean you mean someone's gonna win that pop someone will win this pop and like i said and here's the thing so the video actually shows me and Larry actually paying for for this specific see pop, the cash so I, come out of my uh, pocket I, and go on the I, table i was the cameraman for that and i made sure to get that on film yep for sure so that's pretty awesome um the official contest isn't open yet uh jeremy's gonna drop that video on monday but it's gonna be just like all of our other super mega uh giveaways it's gonna be through gleam super easy you don't have to repost anything on instagram or anything crazy like that you just click on the links on gleam uh if you already sub to our youtube channel that's a bunch of entries if you check out our facebook page you get some entries you follow us on instagram you get some entries um and then guess what like besides the basic stuff uh there's daily there's daily entries if you go back and watch our videos um that are through that gleam link um you can just rack up those those daily entries because the contest is going to run for i think about three weeks and one here's the thing. So those those daily entries do make a difference. I th- yeah. if I'm not mistaken, and I'm like I have to go back and just double check. I think the last two Gleam winners, I think they won from daily entries. Uh, so yeah. So I think our because we, we've done three. Yeah. So I think our first two were daily entries, and uh, a Twitch subscription was our last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that was the first one that broke the mold. So. The way that that Gleam kind of works is it throws, you know, obviously a total pool of entries or whatever, but it obviously is is kind of like when you know doing a raffle. The more entries that you have, the more likely you are that you know you're gonna win. So having those uh, entries and everything pulling up is uh, 
is going to benefit you in the long run. So watch those videos, uh, get those daily entries if you are interested in winning this. And who isn't interested yeah, in winning a super awesome, sorry, super mega awesome Funko Pop Grail? Funko Grail. Pop Grail. Yeah. So, and, and honestly, the videos that we usually pick are going to be a couple minutes. Like, take five minutes out of your life, watch a couple of the videos. Come and... on, you're already watching all yeah. the guys' videos, right? <laughs> you're a super mega fan. I'm a super mega fan. You know you've got that notification bell hit on our YouTube channel. So as soon as a new STS guy video drops, you're jumping all over that, right? Come on, guys. <laughs> like It's going to be super easy, and someone's going to win this really cool pop. Uh, and we're going to announce the winner live on our podcast. I think, uh, like I said, it's in a couple weeks. Jeremy will announce the exact date here on Monday. Um, I'll post up pictures on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff so you know exactly uh, exactly when it's going live. Yeah, so if you if you want, like I said, probably right now, Go check out the video of the uh, of kind of the work that we went in to find this. Like it wasn't just necessarily a quick find. Like, so we went from booth to booth to booth to try to actually find the perfect pop. So like uh, definitely check out that video on our YouTube channel if, if you haven't yet, because I said that that hunt is it's, it's kind of a fun video. I thought it was awesome. Like right, me, Scott and Jeremy just walking around looking for Funko Pops. Yep. And that there was, were a lot of Funko Pops at Phoenix Comic Fest. There were actually oh. more Funko Pops dealers than I think actually comic dealers. Oh, yeah, there were. It's, honestly, there was more like retailers that sold like the collectibles. Um, and I'm a, anybody who sold collectibles had Funko Pops this year. That was the one thing that I thought was interesting. Well, I, I think that kind of opens us up to kind of discuss some of the things that that maybe that we see or, or we feel that that could have been maybe improved at the convention. And so honestly, kind of since we started with that, one of the things that I, I would have liked to have seen more was if there's comics in the name. I would, I would have loved to seen some more, some more comic dealers. I know sometimes you can't control that. Um, but like I said, if you're a comic convention, like I said, you need to have some dealers that have comic books. Okay. And I, I, like, I just don't think there were as many as there were like have, have been in the past. So it was, it was kind of odd to see. Yeah, I hate I, to I hate to be that guy who complains about you know like more comic book vendors at the Comic Con. I hate to be that guy, but like legit, like Jeremy and I at one thirty today, we're walking into the uh, back into the vendor hall after getting some food, and we're like, all right, let's see if we can find some comic books. I don't remember seeing too many comic book dealers. One thirty, it was until one forty five, like because we timed it. It took fifteen minutes for us to run into our first comic book dealer. Like that's a real world example that you probably need a few more comic book dealers. Well, that and so. then normally, like I said, like I said at, at conventions, like I said that's where I, I do like I said a lot of like like pickups and haul videos and stuff from in regards to like like different books yeah. that I picked up. You've always done that. You did that awesome uh, haul video at Phoenix Fan Fest where yeah. you got that uh, first appearance of Black Panther. Yeah, so I got that. I had the one from Tucson from Tucson. Yeah, where we got the the Thor comic that you got down yeah, there. Yeah, where I got the first appearance of uh, of Beta Ray Bill and stuff like that. I. Yeah, this, like I said, literally the, the the two comics that I bought were the two that I showed earlier were from actually the, the DC Comics booth. Were the and brand were, new ones. Yeah, brand new ones. And so it was just kind of weird. I, I So was, I honestly counted four legit comic dealers that I could find. And that one dude uh, that sold Emu Oil and the $1 comics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Scott. There, there, were, there were quite a few. Like we found probably at least maybe six. So, so speaking of the emu oil person, so they they switched their marketing. Besides emu oil, they were also selling P Diddy shoes. Sixty dollar value today only ten dollars. That's that worth seems, it. That's well, no, no, that seems legit. Yeah. So like, first off, did you guys buy a pair? Because well, I would have bought P Diddy shoes. Tomorrow, I did not see that Jeremy. deal. I did not see the deal of the PDD shoes. We got to get box. we got to get Scott some PDD shoes. They were gray. They looked a little bit like Yeezys. Size 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 eleven. Yeah, they, they didn't have my size. Otherwise, I would have totally gotten a pair. <laughs> Dang it! I've always wanted to wear the same shoes as P Diddy. Do you, do you even think P Diddy wears P Diddy shoes? Because I really no, don't think he does. Not, no. I think he's above that. I'm sure, he's worn them at some point. But no. Yeah, for the commercial. He just has to say, well, them. idiots buy this? Yes. All right, stamp. Like <laughs> <laughs> Um, so so uh, uh, another thing that uh that has like I said it's both a positive and a negative. I'm gonna share my wonderful experience through security. Oh, and, and, 
security. Didn't Phoenix <laughs> Comic Con last year have issues with uh, security? Larry, I'm glad you brought that up because, so, yes, yes. Didn't somebody try to kill the Green Ranger? <laughs> yes. So some fat bastard went in there, dressed up as the Punisher, which he did not look like the Punisher at all, unless the <laughs> Punisher you know, ate like 600 pounds with a donuts. Um, went in there with a shotgun um, and some handguns because he wanted to kill the Green Ranger. Jason David Frank, because you know what? Jason David Frank, apparently to him, was like the incarnate of all evil, which is the complete opposite if you actually follow any type of Jason David Frank's channel, because you know, Jesus, he's, doesn't tap. Jesus doesn't tap. He's he's very, very religious, and he's at all kind of around upstanding nice guy. Um, yeah. But so, that fool ruined it for all of us, which yeah. is okay, but you know, security was super, super hyped up this year. To- Okay, so before Jeremy, can you do this? Let me just to to highlight this. My four year old got wanded nice. going into Comic Con this year. Like yeah, went know. through the date, went through the metal detector, and I think a button on her like pants or something set off the thing, and they wanded her. Like you can, see, she's four. You can see what she has on her. So <laughs> safety first. Safety um, first. Um. Okay. Watch out for that four-year-old carrying a gun to go kill <laughs> Jason David Frank. So the very first day at Comic-Con, so Friday. Um, so you you guys know the backpack that I have. So literally the backpack I, ha- like I have, it literally has so many latches and buckles and everything else on it. Just because, like I said, I can carry a lot of stuff in this backpack. Like I said, it's like the Swiss Army knife of backpacks, except there's pockets for everything. I can fit everything I need to in there. That's great. And the reason why I carry such a big backpack is because that's where I literally put all the camera gear, all the audio gear. It's it all goes in the backpack. It's like the only bag I've ever seen that could fit everything that we need. Exactly. Um. So I get I get my backpack the night before. I'm like I already know. Knowing knowing what I know, I'm like I already know I was going to have issues going through security. I already knew it. I I I pre I said I was like you know a precog you know from from a minority report. I'm like, report. you know what? I'm go- I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have issues. And guess what? I did. Um. So I they they had you take all your stuff out of your backpack, all the metal and electronics and stuff like that. And so I put it all in the tray, sent sent it through, and then like, hey, you know, grab your bag, and walk through with it through the metal detector. Um, so that way you, you can you can get your scan. I'm like, oh, okay, that doesn't make any sense because yeah. the metal it's clearly metal. All the metal that's on this backpack is gonna set off the the all the alarms. So I'm like, I don't get it, but okay, they're directing me to do so. So I walk through and they're like, no, sir, you can't take that bag in. I'm like, well, wh- why not? There's a whole bunch of metal on it. Yeah, I realize that there are latches on a backpack. You can see that it's a backpack. And so they weren't going to let me in with the with this with this backpack. So I actually had to talk to someone else to get them to allow me in with my backpack. Um, so that was day number one. Oh, d- d- let's go back to that. Your backpack has metal like it. It's like carabiners, basically. Yeah, it's like carabiners. Exactly. What and it is. and carabiner hooks. Yeah, exactly. Those are the metal things. For anybody who's who's questioning this, it's an Oakley bag. It's an Oakley kitchen sink. You can find them sink. online. Yeah, so it's an Oakley it's kitchen got sink. A couple of metal carabiners and a couple of hooks on the front. Yeah. So it's so that's so day number. It's too dangerous to go into yeah, a convention. So apparently, it's too dangerous to go into the convention. So that's day number one. And then, like I said, I always get the weirdest looks for our gimbal stabilization gear. The, one. One dude actually was like, "That looks like a gun case." Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, exactly. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> like, that looks, I've gotten that so many times. It looks like a gun case. I'm like, dude, it's a it's a piece of camera equipment. It's not going to hurt anybody. It's it's literally to stabilize video. That's it. I'm like, well, you can't bring selfie stick. It's not a selfie stick. It's a piece of camera equipment. It's to stabilize it's, video. It's uh, it's a gimbal. It's camera equipment. Like I know, it looks kind of like a selfie stick, but yeah. So uh, not not to cut you off, but Chunky Monkey for Life brings up a good point. That backpack was your con tip last week at the podcast. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Bring a backpack. backpack. They're like, this backpack's awesome. Bring it to all the cons. And yeah. Like, nope. Yeah, yeah. Until until you go to one that somebody brought a gun to, and then apparently that's not the case. Uh, so uh, real quick, what's up, Art? Art, hey, what's going Art. on, dude? Uh, yeah, backpack. Jeremy's backpack avoid like the plague because yeah. it will just give you hell every time you go. Well, that's only I, day number one though. So, so oh, what happened on day number two? Day number two, 
was even worse. Larry was, I said, Larry was in front of me. I'm like, cause, cause, uh, cause Larry had brought his son today. So I had them go th- first so that way he could go through and, and, and help his son through security. And so I get up there and like, Hey, I'll put, put all your electronics and stuff in the tray. And so I did that. And it's like, you need to put all your electronics in the tray. Yes, I, I did that. That's what, that's, that's what's in the tray. Sir, put your electronics in the tray. I'm okay. I'm like, so I put the entire backpack there. No, keep your backpack. I'm like, I don't know what you want. I'm, 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 I'm completely confused. So then I finally get everything out. They're opening all the cases. What's this? That's a piece of audio equipment. What's this? That's a piece of camera equipment. What's this? That's my cell phone. Um, <laughs> no, sir, your cell phone can't be in your backpack. Uh, no. so, I have a backpack and put it in the tray. They honestly asked, "What's a? That's a phone." Yeah. So then I said, "I get the same thing. You can't bring the backpack in. It's got it's got it's got metal on it." I'm like, "That's not the purpose of metal detectors. The purpose of metal detectors is to detect if you have anything dangerous metal that, to, to bring in, not if you just have on metal you, right not, on not, you. Not, not a backpack with a carabiner. Yeah, exactly. The people searching the backpacks are the metal detector for the backpacks. They're searching your yeah. backpack. Yeah. So, so they, here's the searching. thing that I thought was funny is they were uh, just to to jump in. They had hired a company, the Wild Bill like soda company or whatever, that was giving out metal cups to everybody." That was setting off the alarms. Jeremy and I found a booth that was selling box cutters. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, 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 yeah, damn it, Larry, you, you, oh. ruined, you ruined my punchline. <laughs> yeah, so my bad. Yeah, um, yeah. so pretend I didn't say that, guys. Yes, yeah, to, to, to be didn't honest, say though, uh, so Art brings up. He says uh, they thought you were gonna to backpack someone to death. Yeah. You mm-hmm. actually could with that backpack. To be honest, Jeremy, that, that thing is big enough. You could backpack someone to death with it. Seriously, no. So then, so so up above. Okay, I don't know. I'm I'm still on this the, the heater on this. Um. So up above the metal detectors, it says basically things to take out of your pockets, things to specifically leave in your pockets. So it says leave your wallet and your keys and you know in your pockets. Only take out your cell phone. I'm like, okay, perfect. So put my cell phone in the tray. Have my car keys in my pocket. I'm walking through. Of course, thing goes off. Sir, what's in your pockets? I have car keys. Well, what? You were supposed to take those out. I'm like, you <laughs> specifically have a sign that says, do not take the car keys out of your pocket. Well, sir, that's metal. You need to take that out. Otherwise, it's going to set off the metal detector. I understand it's going to set off a metal detector. I get that because, oh, yeah, it's metal. Um, not that it's it's going to. Yeah. So. Wait. Why did you even have to carry your backpack through the metal detector? Isn't that why they searched it? Yeah, that's that's my question is, I just showed you every lit- literal thing that's inside my backpack. They handed it back and asked you to hold it above your head and walk no, through the metal detector. So every time I've gone through, they've had me, they had me hold it to my chest. Yeah. Oh, no, I had to hold it above yeah, my head. Yeah, Larry had to hold it over his head like, like he was right, crossing a certain river. <laughs> yeah, so I walked, I walked through with it on my chest and they're like, boop, all right, I'm going to have to wand you. I'm like... Why didn't you hold it above my head? You could see that it was that that was causing the issue. We've been talking about this for a while. It that feels was like the, the most whole, annoying thing. It feels like the whole process to go through the metal detector probably took a while, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so when they, one, when they're one, searching your backpack. One, one quick thing. Through one, one, one quick thing. Let me circle around to this. So, because Larry spoiled it already. So we're walking uh, around the booth today. Um, they literally, there's literally a booth in Comic Con where you can buy box cutters, and I think. You know, hark me back to you know nine eleven. I think I think box cutters were the weapon of choice for some uh, some Al Akbar terrorists. Yes, Has- they were. Hashtag never forget. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you can buy your weapons inside Comic Con. You just can't bring them in. No, that was weird. So the other thing too that I, I will say is a gripe is is let, let alone Jeremy's story with his freaking utility backpack that he has. Um, th- Going through security was kind of a pain in the ass this year. Just for the fact that let's highlight Friday. I had gotten there pretty early because I totally misjudged traffic on a Friday. Uh, and it took me minutes to walk in. You guys showed up ha- like maybe what, half an hour later? Yeah, still pretty okay. early. Still pretty early before almost it opened. Hour, yeah, almost an hour before it was yeah. scheduled to open. Yeah. And you got we're like oh we're here but we're waiting at security and i'm pretty sure i waited on the other end of that that like security line 
for about a half an hour from that point. Yep. That's what I was going to say too. Through. It took like, about 30 minutes. It, it was because, like, I get it. Security is awesome. Um, but it was inefficient. Yes. It, yeah. was, it was search your no. stuff, put it back in. Oh, no, just kidding. Take no. it out. Oh, you have keys. You were supposed to take those out. Like, everything Jeremy just said, like, like they it just happened know, multiple they times. didn't know what they were doing. And it was just disorganized. Chunky monkey yeah. for life. I did lose my shit. <laughs> he did a little. I did. Yeah. I, I thought we were going to get kicked out and I was going to have to drive <laughs> back home. <laughs> or it's like, sorry, Jeremy, you have to Uber home. Oh, I have a story about that too. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Scott, you don't even, so, Scott, you don't even so, know that story. So so let's, let's hear that story. Let, can I talk about the one thing that I did not really enjoy at Comic-Con yes. this what year? That I think is if you got there like earlier when they had locked all the, the the vendor halls and everything like the amount of people that got funneled down into that bottom section like they really had no structure to a lot of the places where they're funneling people into so you just had these like globs of people that yeah, like you mean like the main lobby yeah yeah like in the lobby like they're selling the emo oil yeah where, where the yes. dude was selling in 50 percent off halloween decorations i said yeah, emo emo oil for a second there, um, which is a whole different type of I think oil. I don't want to buy that. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to buy that. It's just full of sadness and and father issues and tears. Uh, but like when you were like waiting for stuff to go on, like that hall like had no structure. So when it started to get packed, you were stuck. Like and there's w- like one main escalator to the main area. Else you're going to like one of the offshoot buildings. Just the way that 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 con is set up. So there was like a choke point that got created at the bottom and it was annoying to try to get upstairs. Well, and, and I, I just want to say this real quick too. Like I said, it, we're, we're not saying all this, that the shit all over Phoenix comic-con. That's not, it's not, that's not our that, intention whatsoever. My complaint it's, is layout of the building. It's, honestly, it's just basically efficiency improvements that can be improved. Like I said, it's nothing that honestly, oh. that they minor, yeah. minor issues, minor, minor, minor issues. Like I said, just some different adjustments they can make yeah. in, in order to make yeah. the fan experience for everybody attending that much better. So yeah. let me jump. Uh, let me say this because it's been you know I've gone since it first really was at the Phoenix Convention Center. So that's what like I think what six or six or seven years somewhere around in there that it's been in that location. So this is one of the first times though going into it where I, I thought. They have enough stuff. The entire vendor hall was filled. Like they use that entire bottom floor. Like this is probably one of the best ones that they've put on in the last couple of years. Like just to be honest, like Phoenix stepped it up this year and they knocked out of the park. Like they had a beer garden, which if you know any of us, that was uh, a big uh, beer garden, food trucks, food trucks, yeah, awesome. we have food, so you don't have to just go to the like overpriced, you know, fifteen dollars for a slice of pizza and soda place that's in the right. convention center. Um, real quick, too, real quick, just uh, because of, like I said you mentioned the food trucks. One thing that was amazing that I don't know if it was advertised. I have to actually go through and look at the, the program to see if this was there. Um, so basically, where we held our unofficial podcast at, um, they actually had an area where you could basically just sit down and chill in the air conditioning. Um, yeah, that was so nice uh, because like I said if anybody's out there that doesn't know what how crazy Phoenix is um, during the summer in terms of temperature, it's 100 degrees plus this time of year. It's it gets crazy. So yeah. be able to kind of gonna go in and have an expansive area to just go in and sit down, get out of the heat and just kind of, you know, if you want to enjoy your lunch, you can enjoy your lunch. Or if you just want to kind of relax, sit down, and relax, you can sit down and relax. That was awesome. Yep, And they did have a lot of seating out by the beer garden and by the food trucks. Um, and they had big fans set up that blew on you. Um, so it wasn't so, too bad out there because the first day we did eat lunch outside. Um, and I, I was fine. I didn't notice it being hot or anything. Um, but yeah, we, we didn't did know about the, the AC one until we did find the hidden gem of the con. It was yeah. that, uh, was that uh, North conference room or whatever. So, and I have to, to bring up the soda thing. Uh, that, that they soda had thing. Year. Yeah. Uh, so they had the, I think it's Wild Bill Soda Company or whatever that had. I told you they were selling these metal cups. It was like 30 bucks, uh, but you got free refills all day, which if you've ever been to a convention and known the prices that they charge for like sodas, waters and all that stuff, yeah. 30 bucks paid, to get five or I six. I paid $6 for a 20 ounce Pepsi. So yeah, yeah, so six bucks and then you have $30 you can get all day. And I think I filled that thing five or six times. Uh, 
You got your money's worth, man. I got the money's worth, and it was actually a really cool thing to have. And they had a couple of different like booths set up, so you got a little stamp, and yeah, they had free. they were outside the convention center, they're inside the convention center. Those guys were everywhere. So yeah, that was, was pretty awesome too. I didn't even realize it was yeah. going to be that convenient for you. Yeah. Otherwise, I might have grabbed one too. Yeah, Scott yeah, it was by- super cool to have. That yes. was like the first thing that I was like, this is one of the best conveniences that they could have. Yeah. brought out no, i was, so I was S- stuck in interviews guys day. tip find that thing yeah. if uh they do if they come to yeah. phoenix comic fest 2019 no, i yeah. was i was stuck in interviews all day and scott literally was my hero and my best friend because i was like dying <laughs> yeah. of thirst and right once it, we met up with you he's like here take my cup and yeah, like so, what oh, take this it, it was it was amazing so i walked up and jeremy's like i was like what what's so do you, do you want a root beer he's like yeah so i just went and got a root beer and gave it to him like it was awesome so that was the that was I I will say that was the con hero this year was the soda company that actually had drinks and I, was, uh, I think if you brought it so you got free refills the day that you bought it and I think it was only six bucks for any other day that you brought the cup back wow that you that's could a, get refills all day that's a really great deal yeah so it was one of those things where I was like I'll go for, I'll go for that deal and like I recommend anyone do it it's just for the sheer amount of stuff that you can get back, keep yourself hydrated. Like that yeah. was our, one of our tips, you know, is drink water. I like it. Can I, can I complain about one more thing? Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. So new to Phoenix comic fest, 2018, right? Like when you pay your money, you got to get a ticket or a badge or a wristband. Um, well, <laughs> Phoenix comic fest decided to do wristbands this time. And uh I, I don't know if you know oh scott's showing his say something yep. scott so here here so they got these little just your RFID normal plastic like go into an outdoor event wristband but the only difference is it has the rfid so you can i don't know if you yeah. can see it with the glare there you go Le- like the little supposed to scan on things <laughs> supposed to um <laughs> but yeah so like rather than have a badge you could wear around your neck or something you have to wear that for four days that like not perfect, not the most comfortable, right? Like it's okay for like a day, but I don't know about you. Like usually by the time I get home, like if you go to a concert or something, like I'm ready to take that thing off. Wearing that for all four days, if you're going to attend the con for all four days, not exactly perfect. Uh, Mine didn't even work. Uh, They let me in anyhow. (laughs) Like it was apparently no big deal. Um, They had me tap on the first station, didn't work. Tap on the second station, didn't work. Tap on the third and fourth station. Finally, they're like, sir, just go on in. I'm like, all right. Happened both days, so uh, my my RFID badge didn't even work. Uh, I would I would much rather have something I could wear around my neck and just tap on the thing, kind of like I don't know, San Diego Comic Con does. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you have a cool collectible collector's item that you can keep and yeah. um, hang on to. The plastic wristband goes right in the trash. Yeah, I'm not keeping this piece of plastic. To be honest, no. like it's not going anywhere. The, the one thing that I thought was weird is for certain groups of people, they got one that was cloth. I don't know if you noticed that no, there that, were some people that, walking around with like that, a those were all the one. the people who worked there. Those that's all the uh, that's all Comic Con staff. I think the four no. day ba- the four day badges for oh, the, the uh, all regular you, people got it too. Yeah. If you yeah, had it one day, it was paper. Yeah. So, but even with like, so we got the white all weekend pass. Yeah. So I yeah. think if you just had them send you your all day pass ahead of time, you got the nice the cloth one, which I thought. That is comfortable enough to last for four days. Yeah, it still sucks to have to wear it, it for still four sucks, days. Though. But that one, at least I can be like, okay, I can wear that for four days. Huh. This plastic piece of shit I'm annoyed with after an hour of wearing. Well, I said once you were done with the con. So, oh, the con that was going on. Yeah. So this is going to yeah. lead. This is going to lead into my into my my lovely uh, Lyft Uber experience, too. All right. What um, do you got? So. Um, so on Friday, so Larry, so Larry and Scott had to leave before I did because I said I had one, a couple last interviews to wrap up, and so I wrapped up those interviews. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna take a lift back home. So that way, I said my, so that way my wife doesn't have to come back and get me. Like it'd be, it'd be nice and simple. So I go to the rideshare area. Besides my lift driver not finding out where I was, it was weird. But that's a story for a couple seconds from now. Um, there was these two homeless guys. Uh, out out uh, in front and basically as people were leaving the convention they were basically asking they were basically saying hey my son wants to really go to the convention do you mind if I you know have your wristband here I got scissors right here I'll cut it off um, and so I'm like huh I'm like I know where this is going and so they do this to like 
a good six different people uh, as I as I see them walking uh, walking out. Um, then walking basically walking towards the convention, um, they were then selling those cut wristbands and taping them back on people for basically half the price. Um, so in terms of basically the wristbands keeping it with security, uh, evidently the security couldn't circumvent the homeless problem uh, that was basically reselling them for profit. It's like hobo genius right there. Yeah, it was pretty hobo genius. Right? Like, <laughs> like some MacGyver stuff, man. Like that's pretty, that's pretty legit. Um, how much were they selling them for? So entry into the con was 60 bucks. They were selling them for 30. Nice hobo that, discount too, hobo, man. The fifty percent hobo discount. You got to take it. Yeah. So and then like I said, if you refuse the thirty, so then they, they knock off, they knock it down to twenty. So I think the cheapest they sold it for was twenty bucks. It's not. Uh, to be honest, it's not that bad, if, especially for like. Wait, it's horrible. It's You're not <laughs> supposed to be able to cut off your wristband, <laughs> give it to a hobo, have the hobo turn around and sell it. That is literally like. Should be the thing that the convention wants at least, man. Because how that... are people walking in with a, a taped up wristband? The security should have been checking that, but I, I'm sure I'm sure the hobo hobo patrons were just going right in. Look, look honestly, like I'll show up the little badge. Cut. Scott, little, did you buy that from a super glue? Scott, did you buy that from a hobo? Did you buy no, that from a no, hobo? I wish I could have sold mine to a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> no, that said, you'd have to donate it to the hobo, and then yeah, he'd that's sell it. true. No, but see, I'm going to share with the hobo. I'll be like, dude, you give me 10 bucks, and then you can sell for 20 We both win. Win-win. Yeah, Win-win, yeah. and we're good. Like, you scratch the hobo's back, the hobo scratches your back. You don't want that scratch. I don't really. I don't know if I <laughs> you, want that scratch. Like, I'm, getting my, I'm getting the scratch <laughs> front, and then you do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> you, you, I'm not above scalping. To be honest, like, people not like even, me. That's not even scalping, though. <laughs> It's not. So, you're you're wait, unless you're becoming the hobo because the hobo is kind of scalping. Yeah, like like today, like I was there. I had brought my four year old today, so I was only able to be there for a couple hours before she was done. Right. So if I had bought a ticket, like I'd maybe give it, let somebody else have an enjoyment out of it if they can. Like I don't. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Like honestly, but if someone can get away with spending, you know, 20 bucks to get the, uh, get the into the con for like the last like two hours or whatever. Like let them go in for two hours. Don't make them pay 60 bucks for only a few hours of what's remaining of the con. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a, I'm a bad person. It's just, it's, it's in my nature. I, I just love that there was a whole secondary hobo marketplace. <laughs> yeah. It was the hobo the market. Yeah. What's well, it's the same people that you sh- you see, they go out and get like all the free tickets at the baseball games that are right down the way. Yeah. Like they get all the free baseball tickets and then turn around and try to resell them. Like there's unfortunately having the convention where there is multiple like sports venues and like arenas and event locations like you have a pirate market that's out there that you're gonna have to deal with yeah (laughs) and that just killed everything larry that that, that's your larry your dad joke quota has been filled that's gonna miss number three (laughs) i'm out yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, you just you just get. You, I need to make you a dad joke card. Like you got my dad card. You've earned it today. No, I, I literally, a, I literally I just plus need to, one for the hobo discount. <laughs> no, I literally just need to have it like where I push a button and basically it pops up on the screen. Like, okay, uh, there we go. How many bad jokes that have not landed have the SDS guys told? Many. Oh, yeah. most of them, but. <laughs> But I, well, here's the thing. If if anything, though, like I said this is for our entire audience that's listening to us. Hopefully, you said you can live vicariously through us and go on all of our adventures, whether they be through the video podcast that's on YouTube or the audio versions that's available on Google Play or on iTunes or on SoundCloud or on TuneIn Radio or Podbean. Or Podbean. shout out to that one guy who subbed us up on Podbean. Yeah. Or, or uh, what is it? Podknife. Yeah, review us on We're just—that's the weirdest thing about having a a podcast—is with an RSS feed. Um, we're, we get random emails every once in a while of like, "Hey, we're gonna put you on our platform," 
and we have no idea who the people yeah. are. Okay, thanks. Hey, thanks, Podknife. Um, through the other that, podcast that's, competition. That's a, that's, that's actually a that's actually a good kind of thought though. Um, this is kind of a shout out to to everyone out there. Like said, if you listen to to our you know our, our podcast, if you give us a review like on Google Play or on iTunes or wherever you listen to us at, that would definitely help us out. Um, like I said, it just just it just lets us know that hey, we're producing the content that you want to hear. But then that we're also uh said gets us more legitimacy in the market so that way we can spread the word and the love that is the STS guys. I agree. Oh, uh, another one, uh, Castbox. We just got an email the other day saying. Uh, we're on Castbox. We are on Castbox. Rock the I don't cast know how box. we never rock the Castbox. Yeah, we never. Love that song. <laughs> we didn't like make an account or anything. We just showed up on there one day. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I can't believe I'm on Castbox. So if you Google search us, you can start to to see like every once in a while we'll pop up things like when did Spreaker start to have us? <laughs> like, nice. It's quite quite interesting. So, if you that's a good segue, Larry. Come on. This video, if you're watching live, uh, go ahead and give us a big fat thumbs up. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, check us out. Oh no, hold on. Yeah, check us out on Instagram at SDS Guys. Check us out on Twitter at SDS Guys. Follow us on Facebook at the SDS Guys. And I am Larry from the SDS Guys. You also, if you're enjoying our content, uh, go ahead and check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash STS guys. Uh, you can support us by donating like money as little as a dollar, man. I mean, like seriously, a dollar would help us out. Like skip that. I don't, that's totally lame. Skip that Starbucks. Um, I don't know. I'll come up with some cool thing to say, but like throw in a dollar. It'll yeah. totally help us out. Uh, there's some really cool tiers. You'll get some shout outs on our podcast or on our videos um so yeah head no. to patreon.com slash sds guys and consider supporting your favorite podcast uh seriously so that that that's i, I can't kind of echo that enough like so like you see like i said we literally legitimately paid a hundred dollars for this um yeah. and then we're giving it away that so, every everything we get goes right back into the podcast yeah, yeah. it goes it goes back into that concept like, so right now like i said larry and i and everybody else are, are paying for, for for these items um so yeah. like i said it's it's not something that like we're getting money from somebody else to, to to pay for this so this is all basically coming out of our own pocket uh to kind of give back to the community so that if you can help support us on, on patreon like i said by you know as little as like, even a dollar so that that definitely helps uh it'll it'll definitely help us uh continue to provide some some great content uh to you going forward and also opening up some for some more giveaways and some more uh exciting content coming from the channel the more yeah. the more supporters we have the more stuff we'll give away to be honest I mean, come on, support your local idiot. Like, let's <laughs> support your local hobo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hobo, hobo discounts hobo for everybody. Discounts for everybody for this. So, come on, support your local dummy. And yeah, if if you like the show and you want us to do more giveaways, you can be part of it. You know, give a like Jeremy said, give a buck or two, and we'll buy something for a upcoming you know giveaway. You know what? I've seen I've seen what other channels give away. Like they're giving away a Walgreens exclusive, they're giving away a common pop. I have not seen anyone give away anything this cool. So pat on our backs. I would hope you guys like it too. If you'd like to see something else, uh, that you have some ideas of what we should give away, let us know. Uh, but personally, I think this is a pretty cool prize. Like I don't enter a ton of giveaways, but I would stop what I was doing and enter to win this pop. So yeah. it's going to be legit, man. And we're going to keep the good times coming because we are the SDS guys. Aww. one quick one quick specific shout out though to our instagram and twitter um i've been we've collectively been posting um all of our pictures from phoenix comic fest right you've listened to us talk about this for uh 65 minutes now so go check out our instagram and twitter at sts guys and you can see all of our awesome pictures from our awesome weekend at phoenix comic fest all right. Well, like I said, thanks for joining us. Uh, I said for this week's episode. Uh, so for this week's episode of the SES Guys, episode thirty-seven. I've been Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry, and I'm Scott, and we're the SES Guys. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Stay hobo. Hobo. Hobo discount. What? We're done.
Shut up and sit down.